What's going on, everybody? Welcome back for another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered, episode number 430 here on Tuesday, January 17th. Let's start off here. I hope you had a good uh, long weekend. If you had the day off yesterday, we do because we don't uh, we don't celebrate that. But uh, we are here on Thursday or Tuesday. It feels like Thursday. It's wish Friday. it was Thursday. I wish it were. I wish it were Saturday. Yeah, so you could lose. Yeah, we're not gonna talk about that. Oh, we're gonna yes. keep it. We're gonna keep it nice here. We're gonna keep it nice. Keep it nice, 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 like cupcake yeah. nice. I. I <laughs> All right, let's let's get into the classified document scandal because a lot has come out since we last recorded on Wednesday evening. Uh, you know, I yelled at Mr. Producer because, he, of course, he took off on the one day there was actually breaking news. So yeah. we recorded on Wednesday night and. Basically, Thursday morning, all hell broke loose on this classified document scandal. Now, much, much, much larger in scope than we initially had had, uh, thought. First, it was one document. Then it was, oh, well, now we found multiple at different locations. Then there was another location, and it's in the box next to his Corvette. It's at the Wilmington house. It's at the Delaware Beach house, both of which have no visitor logs, even though that's a lie, and we're going to get into that in a second. And, uh, and, the, and the latest trove inside his Wilmington house were marked top secret. Yeah. So oh, yeah, oh, we yeah. got state secret. Literally, oh, yeah. the state, you know, remember, Trump had state secrets on the coffee table at Mar-a-Lago? No. And it the, actually was Wilmington. Kareen Gray Poupon. I yeah. love that, by the yeah, way. Kareen that's my Gray new Poupon. thing. Kareen Gray Poupon. She claims that Biden, quote, didn't know what was in the documents. Take a listen. So number one, and I've said this multiple times already, we take this very seriously. The president takes this very seriously. He was not aware that the records were there. Uh, he does not know what, what is in uh, the documents. Uh, again, classified information, uh, classified documents, he takes very seriously. I mean, that's just, uh, you know. Uh, She's going to get him impeached. I mean, this is already bad enough. Well, she but keeps, she's gonna get she keeps making it worse. She keeps making it worse. Uh, speaking today at the White House this Tuesday afternoon, yeah, she got peppered with questions. And take a listen to what she had to say about how she learned of the scandal herself. When did you learn about the documents found at the Penn Center in November and in Wilmington in December? When your team was in, was uh, doing a story on it. Uh, oh, what? My God, I mean, I I don't know what to think of that. <laughs> uh, th- you know what that reminds me of? Yeah, the good old Obama days. Yeah, where they said, "Oh, well, I learned about it in the news." Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Um, and then she said, in order to avoid answering further questions, take a listen to what she had to say about where their questions should be directed. Why is it the matter of this White House counsel deal with documents from two administrations ago? These are, we're not talking about presidential records from this White House. Why is this White House counsel involved in this matter at all? Again, this is something for the White House counsel uh, to address. I am not going to address that from here. I will refer you to them, and I will refer you to the special counsel and anything that's spe- that is specific to this particular issue. Mm. You know what was very interesting was... Uh, I think it was maybe Thursday or Friday, and she kept saying, yeah, talk to the White House counsel, talk to the White House counsel, talk to the White House counsel. One of the reporters was like, well, why don't you just bring the White House counsel here to answer our questions? Yeah. Well, I'm going to need you to refer you to the White House counsel yeah, on that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what? 
<laughs> there, there were even some Democratic operatives and strategists who were saying that she can't take any more questions. Uh-huh. They should appoint a special spokesperson to answer anything about the classified doc fiasco, which is just a just a humiliating yeah. <laughs> indictment on her job performance. Because mm-hmm. everyone knows she's not built for crisis. As we've said many a time on this podcast, Biden can't fire her because that's racist and homophobic. Yeah. You know, so it's like they're, they're stuck with this, this comm shop that is just a disaster. And, you know, remember she declared two days before the Wilmington revelations that the hunt for classified documents had concluded. Well, no, I so, think it was the night before. Well, the night before the, it yeah, was, I knew yeah. it was before. It was like it, literally she like – It was the she, afternoon yeah. before they said the the search is concluded and yeah. that's all that's going to be all done. done. Literally less than 24 hours yeah. later. The other shoe drops. We find more yeah. – they found more documents. Yeah. And now apparently, even though they said again that the search is concluded, they're searching more in different locations where they think they may find more documents. Oh, my God. Um who handled these documents? Well, yeah. Right? Course. Who handled them? So now, uh, you know, you have people like Jonathan Turley, who's pretty fair, yeah. uh, same, saying that uh, because of these classified documents, it now brings really into question the visitor's logs, right? Yeah. Because before, right, the argument's always been that, well... Typically, the president's, you know, personal retreat or private residence, uh, you know, like in Trump's case, like Bedminster or Mar-a-Lago, like they don't really, you know, keep visitors' logs per se, right? It's not official government documentation. Now, one thing that's coming up here is that the Secret Service does Mm -hmm. because the Secret Service always vets and tracks – any, Who comes by, yeah. Whoever is interacting with the president, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, if you go to meet with the president, you got to get a background check yeah, done. Yeah. If you're going to be near the president, you have to have a background, background check done. done. Sometimes it's not always good. John Wayne Gacy got next to Rosalind Carter. Oh, that's true, yeah. <laughs> um, but traditionally, it's been that those, you know, private places have not been part of the record and you can't really, you know, subpoena logs and stuff, right? Yeah. But now, because of the fact that classified documents were found at these locations it really has raised the question now they they want to see who has been near these documents right yeah um they're talking about well one house was supposedly rented by hunter for fifty thousand dollars according to a certain non-government form but on the president's tax returns there's no show of that income so it could have been you know funneling of chinese money or anything like that allegedly 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 uh (laughs) but you know i mean there's significant questions raised out of that right but also it it seems to be that when hunter was staying at either i think it was the wilmington house right yeah yeah he was paying this rent but also it was well known that he very regularly had eastern european hookers over Oh. Uh, so, what someone said to me the other day, they don't become hookers until they're dead. Yeah. Is that true? I don't know. Eh, either way, I like the I name. Don't know. Uh, yeah. But, so they were there, right? And then, of course, you know. So, the security... Who knows what they what happened during those coke-addled uh, orgies. Well, the so. security of the documents was very much in question. Um, <laughs> so... We saw them. I like how they keep trying to say that Biden's document scandal is actually not as bad as Trump's, 
It's actually much oh, worse. Oh, it's worse. It's worse. Because he, Trump's was in one location. Yes. Extremely secure. Yes. And the contents of those documents yes. was basically nothing. Yes. And the staffers had the proper security clearances. Yeah. Trump had the authority to classify anything. This His thing was more of a... Really, a debate about process. Did he go through the right process? Did he classify? We all know that it was still, you know, a trumped up, you know, bullshit debate. But it was really about the process, right? Did he go through everything? Uh, did he classify, et cetera, et cetera? Biden was vice president. He didn't have the authority to declassify yeah. anything. He, uh, he, uh, let's just call it what it is. He stole the documents. He yeah. stole them. Now, he we stole don't know them, that he physically did it himself. But, but he wasn't legally allowed to possess any of the stuff. It's the same argument as the Trump thing. Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't allowed to have anything. Well, they say. Well, they always For say years. that like basically they infer that Trump carried these documents. Oh out yeah, of the way. So yeah. I'm like well, that's not how that that's works. That's not how it works. But uh, <laughs> apparently for Biden and his cronies, it did. And then he kept him in, you know, the uh, well in the Wilmington residence in the garage, like Christmas decorations, unsecured. Who handled them? We don't know. Not secured by the Secret Service. Yeah. Left him in multiple locations. State secrets all over the place. You know, it's it, it's worse. Sorry, it's worse. It oh, is what it is. Sure, now, sure. but now, you know, of course, now this happened. You have everybody coming out of the woodwork saying, well, it's an open secret that classified documents. The protocols are kind of are often broken by top government officials. Yeah. You know, well, oh, they overclassify everything. I'm like, yeah, we've been saying that for a long time. The difference is Trump had the authority mm -hmm. to take those documents. Yeah, you know, even uh, Obama's director of government ethics... Uh, said that this is totally absurd and inexcusable neglect of, ba yeah. of the most basic security protocols. Yeah. Um. You know, any anyone else does this, they go to jail for oh, sure. Oh, for sure. Um. It's way worse than Trump's situation. Uh, although I think now this all but ensures that nothing's going to happen to Trump. Yeah. Oh, for, that, um, for sure. I mean, it was already, I think, a long shot. Because nothing's going to happen yeah. to Biden, for sure. Yeah, you can't indict a president for mishandling classified information while serving in that capacity because of that power. But as vice president, I don't know. We'll see. No, nothing's going to happen. I, mean, I know it's not going to happen. I know it's not going to happen. But in terms of Trump, I mean, it was already a long shot that he'll get indicted for that bull. Now it's never going to happen. So, yeah, they're, they're going to have a pretty significant right just as they ruled that they could get Trump's tax returns, uh, the the judicial system is going to rule that there is a valid oversight of these visitor records to now gauge the national security threat from the mishandling of these classified documents. So yeah. he could be in some real deep in this because I yeah. think what's going to be found in those visitor logs, if they ever come out, yeah. is going to be way yeah. worse than anything having to do with him having some classified documents. Do you think this could be the, the, the point where the whole Biden crime Biden crime syndicate gets blown open? It's possible, although because, I don't know that anything's going to happen. Although, I heard... Because remember, through, Hunter remember Hunter paints those paintings that are bought, yeah. and it's all private. We yeah. don't know who buys them. We don't know for how much. You don't think those people and those visitor logs are part of that money laundering scheme? I did hear... Alleged. 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 Sorry. <laughs> alleged. Alleged. I did hear through the grapevine that they are very close to deciding whether or not Hunter is going to get charged. Is this uh, on the tax evasion group? Yeah, yeah. From the understaffed the, U.S. Attorney's Office in Delaware? Yeah. Wow, okay. Uh, so we'll see. If anything's yeah. going to take down the Biden crime syndicate, it's, it's going to be that. Yeah. Um, and his brother. His brother's involved, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah he's been um, kind of in the bunker for the past 18 months, and for good reason. I got to be honest. I do find it interesting... And I think one of our listeners emailed about this. 
No, so our friend Casey. Oh, Casey. Uh, we love you, though, Sinks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we got some emails from Sinks, yeah. too. We'll be back. So Casey rightfully brings up the fact, and we've talked about this, the two-year mark. Mm. We are now at the two-year mark that we talked about two years ago. Yeah. Saying if they were ever going to take Joe down, it would be after January 20th, 2023 because then it enables Kamala to be eligible for two terms of her own after taking over for Joe. Well, here we are. Very interesting. It, and and Casey says the classified document scandal is right on time to remove him and you could potentially prevent both Biden and Trump from holding office again. Seems that the Democrat Party wants to get rid of the pod person. Ah. And Casey says that both Joe and Trump will be indicted. Very interesting. Mm. Very possible. Mm. Uh, also says that some FBI agent should have to rummage through Jill's underwear for, for yes. quality. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that the FBI wants that, those granny panties. Listen. Uh, that got bleeped. That's, that might, that's, that's definitely... That's for the uncensored. That's for the uncensored. That's for the VIP yeah, yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy that. But you um, know what? You know it's just some weird... Yeah. <laughs> Our friend Sinks uh, emailed about the debt ceiling... Uh, we're going to talk about that. In oh, a how we're all going to go into default in 36 uh, hours? I, you know, I got a lot to say about the debt ceiling. Got a lot to say about the debt ceiling because that's uh, total mis- malpractice by Janet Yellen. And she's just totally in overhead. And I got a lot to say about that. Give me yeah. a. But before we get to the debt ceiling, wrapping up this. Uh, classified documents thing. Oh, Democrats yeah. are saying that this was all planted. Yeah, so, yeah. Here's what the View had to say. You know, you know what I think? I've never Trump. seen a, a luckier person than Donald Trump. Just as we're this close well, to getting him, but you somehow know these but it, you documents know appear. But here's the thing: Biden is wrong to have done this. He, he was is in office wrong. Well, let's find out. Let's that. find out what this is first. Now, again, mm. one of the things That's that gets true. me crazy is. Before we know, it's already been spun a specific yeah. way. I don't want to see that. The, I want to see someone explain to me, A, how it's possible that after all this time, nobody yeah. knew this. Because to me, if you're missing classified information, I don't mean to laugh, but in my house, if stuff is missing... I know it's Does it feel like oppo research to you? Does it feel like the Republicans are behind it? I mean, that's totally ridiculous. Yeah, but you know what? Democrats caught on to it. Hank Johnson, Mm -hmm. our Mr. Guam will tip over, repeated, insinuated that that talking point. And then they said that, well, maybe the holidays kind of distracted him. Yeah. They got nothing. There's no defense for this. There really is no defense for this. So Mm -hmm. it's just, uh, we'll see what happens. Um, So, yeah, the... We'll, we'll, we're going to do more coverage on that on yeah. Thursday. This I is mean, an evolving it, it, story. It is. There's going to be more things, you know, every day. So but now that we got the special counsel, yeah, um, Biden gets his own special counsel. So he he literally has become the anti-Trump oh, candidate. In no, terms that's of what happened on Thursday. Yeah, yeah, Thursday. That's when they got the special yeah, counsel. Special counsel, yeah. Which I forgot about because we recorded the show on Wednesday because Mr. Producer. So well, there's also uh, been a. T- <laughs> <laughs> so now there's been a deluge of stuff too. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm just gonna keep jabbing on. Um, we got a little supercut segment here for you of uh, Joe Biden, Biden's MLK address. 
uh, with race baiting Al Sharpton at the yeah. National Action Network MLK breakfast. Can I just say I thought uh, that was an Antifa breakfast because the colors and the yeah, emblem yeah. are very similar. Very Palestine. Yeah, yeah, really. Biden attempted to sing happy birthday to the wife of MLK. Uh, MLK the third. Yeah, yeah some MLK family third. member, and he just yeah. Just, I guess just, they're just yeah, using that name. I guess yeah. Uh, roll that clip. Well, look, my wife has a rule in her family. When somebody's birthday, sing happy birthday. You ready? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Alan. Happy birthday to you. Well. Forgot her name, huh? Well. Th- then he launched into his usual bullshit. Um, supposed unity president uh, that was supposed to honor him, okay. Uh, just attacked Republicans. Roll that one. You know, they're, talk- they're going to talk about big spending Democrats again? Guess what? I reduced the deficit last year $350 billion. And this year, federal deficit is down $1 trillion plus dollars. Hear me. That's a fact. And there's going to be hundreds of billions reduced over the next decade. But so what? These guys are the fiscally, you know, they're fiscally demented, I think. They don't, they don't quite get it. Fiscally demented. Well, I guess I'd rather be fiscally demented than have dementia. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, Joe, how yeah. about that? Yeah. Uh, all right. Next. When he goes to the whispers. Yeah. I always love when he goes. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what are you doing? Hey, hey guys, guess what? I'm retarded. <laughs> <laughs> Roll that clip. You know, all these new IRS agents we have is because they fired a lot of them. And a lot of retiring. And guess what? Who needs serious agents to know what they're doing and not doing? The billionaires. The multi-multi-millionaires. Okay, so that's a total outright lie. I don't even have time to debunk it. Just a total lie. Anytime he says something, he lies. Anytime he says it's either serious or a fact, right? He goes, that's a fact, Jack, or this is serious. Yeah. Be prepared for him to completely f*** Okay, then he had some dumb comments on the uh, use of force by law enforcement before burping. Roll that one. To tighten the use of force policies, to emphasize de-escalation. We have to retrain cops as to why should you always shoot with deadly force? The fact is, if you need to use your weapon, you don't have to do that. And look. Uh, Then he said that we don't need AR-15s. Americans don't need them because citizens would need F-15s in order to take on the federal government. I love my right-wing friends who talk about the tree of liberty is water with the blood of patriots. Give me a, if you need to work about taking on the federal government, you need some F-15s. You don't need an AR-15. I'm serious. Think about it. I mean, that's just a total I lie. Mean, I mean, come on now. That's a total come lie. Come on now. We have, we know that's a lie because has anyone seen Vietnam? I mean, like, come on. <laughs> um, and then. Uh, on Sunday over the weekend in a separate speech, Biden said he grew up in a black church. This never happened. And let's say one thing to rest. I may be a practicing Catholic. I used to go to 730 mass every morning in high school and then in college before I went to the black church. Not a joke. Andy knows this. 
classic. Yeah. yeah and then one. many miles away up north in Boston, they unveiled a statue. You had to get that in. Of yeah. MLK that that looked. Um, well, uh, so it's supposed weird. to be it's supposed to be a statue of him hugging his wife, Coretta Scott Coretta, King. Yeah. After he received some yeah. sort of award, it was Nobel Peace Prize. Was it Nobel? I think yeah. it was the Nobel Peace Prize. Uh, but it's pieces of the man, not the full man. Unlike there's the DC, no head. The DC Memorial to MLK here it's is great. Yeah, it's I mean, fantastic. You know, it's, it is. What it is what it is. What it, it's good. This you don't looks, find me going out of my way. I, I, oh, I mean, I'm not yeah, either. Well, yeah. first of all, it's DC. I don't want to get shot. Yeah. But this Boston thing. It looks like... Uh, so there's no human head on it, right? It's just the embrace of the arms. And if you view it from a certain angle, it, it looks, looks like, like re- one of the set of arms is holding up a giant... <laughs> I mean, that's I was going to say it's reproductive organs. But... Well, it's a giant... Yeah. yeah. So... Yeah. Do not... <laughs> I specifically left that off this list, and of course you had to get that in there. Oh, I had to, because the, the city of Boston should just... Yeah. Just get rid of it and start new. How can you have that? Just well, a modern, bunch of body parts. Pretty much all modern art is trash, but that's it's a discussion true. for it's another true. day. It looked like something out of the old sci-fi film called Leviathan. Yeah. Just body parts. Like, what the f***? All right, so border crisis, illegal immigration crisis. Oh, the uh, invasion? Still, uh, it's just called the invasion. Total right invasion. Uh, DHS is now helping illegal immigrants avoid deportation. Uh, oh, yeah, fantastic. that's great. Right? Yeah, yeah, fantastic. Um, and when they had that big summit down there, the North American summit, they literally did not talk about the border at all. Um, that's great. You know, not only the top issue, but um, and DeSantis down in Florida, they're having a lot of invasion from uh, Cubans. And take a listen to this. Well, I think it's interesting because the Coast Guard actually requested the state's assistance to handle all these vessels coming. But I think what we've done, and we've been very aggressive, really across the board, at mitigating the damage from Biden's disastrous border policies. And part of it is, you know, just what they're doing at the border, but part of it is the message that's gone out to say the rules don't matter, just show up and you're fine. And you can't run a country like that. And it's caused a lot of problems. And so we were seeing, you know, the Coast Guard had brought in like 300 people uh, that they had onboarded and, and put them in the Florida Keys. Well, they, they didn't have the ability to take care of those folks. There's vessels left everywhere and people's property and all this. So we declared a state of emergency. We provided uh, Coast Guard the assistance that they've asked for. We are going to clear the vessels free of charge for those residents because it wasn't their, their fault. Maybe we'll send the bill to Biden. We'll see. So apparently all these shanty boats or whatever they are, flotilla, uh, are landing on private property. Uh, state law currently says the landowner has to pay to remove the boat, not allow it to drift off into the ocean. Uh, so they're going to clear it and send the bill to Biden. I love that. Yes. Um, yeah, you know, it's just out of control. And it's only going to get worse. There's no effort to stop it. No. No one wants to talk about it. No one no. wants to deal with it. And we don't have the legislative majorities for veto overrides. Thanks, to do Mitch what we need McConnell. To do. Yeah, so, so, so we have to just just hope that we win the next election. Yeah, I guess. Across the board. Not just, just the presidential and, and, and the down ticket races because Speak- we need to do something. Yeah, yeah, speaking of Mitch McConnell, yeah. of course he's trying to get another rhino into the Senate. Yeah. Um, Jim Banks, our friend, good conservative, 
and officially announced his run for the U.S. Senate this yeah, morning which on Tuesday. Partially, partially explains why he doesn't want to be the uh, speaker. To fill Mike Braun's seat. Yep. And, uh, but apparently Mitch McConnell doesn't want that because Jim Banks is a real conservative and would not vote the way that Mitch wants. So now Mitch McConnell is trying to run former Governor Mitch Daniels, who is not very conservative. Uh, so that's not surprising. But he could be popular. Uh well yeah I mean that's it. I mean I'm 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 listen I'm pulling for banks but with Mitch Daniels in there um this could get bloody I hope it does this this could get bloody Mitch McConnell Mitch Daniels is not popular in the Hoosier states so. yeah but I also think that they will see that Jim Banks is the real conservative choice yeah. but oh yeah we'll I, hope, I hope so too I don't even know who Mitch Daniels is but I know if McConnell supporting him. He's a rhino. Well, he was so. part of like the Tea Party wave way back then. But remember, really? this, this was years ago. Year, yeah. And then and then he remember he he um he wanted to run for president. Uh, he opted not to because his wife did not want him to. Mm. And that's that's one of the first rules of politics. If you're gonna run for president, yeah. make sure your wife's gonna vote for you. So then he got a nice comfy job as the president of Purdue. Yeah, he was there for like ten years. Seventy three, and he was actually, you know, he, he you know he made his bitcoin there, and now he wants to, uh, I guess, I, I guess, come back in the public life. He's Seventy three. I don't know why he wants. Like, to. I don't understand. Yeah, I know. I don't understand. He made a lot of money at being the president of being president of college, man. You get yeah. a lot of perks. You get. I mean, he he he, made, he did well, and um, I just I just think, um, yeah, I. I no, okay. He's a popular governor there, though, man. I mean, he, he, All right, he really was. Just from a purely, mm-hmm. like, realist standpoint here, mm-hmm. he's 73 now, okay? Oh, yeah. Well, things have changed, yes. I mean, 73. He would be, by the time that this election comes up almost, yeah, in 2024, yeah, he'll be, he'll be he will be 75. Yeah, he'll be old. Okay. He would be taking office at 76. He would finish the six-year term at 84. Ooh. Okay? This is ridiculous. Yeah. You know? I, I, I think uh, Mrs. I think Mrs. Daniels might... might we have to pray that she intercedes here. <laughs> and says what you just said. Am I to see that he divorced his wife and then remarried yeah. the same woman later yeah. on? Yeah. That's interesting. You don't see yeah. that much anymore. Yeah, yeah. Huh. But... Listen, when she kind of ran interference on his 2012, uh, potential 2012 bid and said, mm. don't do it, maybe she'll do the same thing with this Senate bid. I mean... Sweetie, you're a senior citizen. Let's, you know, let's, let's enjoy retirement. Let Jim Banks, who can be there yeah. for like almost a generation, if he wants to. I get... And I think, I think Mike Braun can easily... I, I hope Mike Braun wins the governor's race there. What I don't understand is that, like, how some people just can't like retire yeah you know I what agree. I mean? especially when you get to that age because uh, you like, know i could tell you if i had enough money i could retire today exactly and and what i mean by his age it's like you know like let's take Joni ernst for example right like let's say she leaves she'll get a nice corporate job with stock options and stuff and she's relatively younger right oh, yeah she's a now, rhino corporate but i'm just saying like with Mitch Daniels, it's like once you leave, man, like you're in your mid eighties, you can die. Well, he's already going to be can a die. Yeah, you can die at any minute. Like, just enjoy life. Yeah, no, I like, I, and I that's what I feel about. That. That's what I feel about Diane Feinstein. I know she's a, a Democrat, but like, she oh, yeah, she's got she could have had any job she wanted if she left like twenty years ago. Could have been the president of some college on a board doing something. Instead, she is like damn near ninety. 
completely uh, her mental facilities have degraded immensely and it's like there is no retirement i actually it's, it's, feel it's, it's misery I, I, actually, I, I couldn't i couldn't wait to get out of this damn business i, I if think I was that in. there's only one solution to fix dc term limits and that is term limits of yeah. some sort yeah and an upper age limit i agree we have lower age limits why don't we have upper age limits? yeah because i could tell you yeah you know people will say well they didn't put it in the constitution well People didn't live past like sixty. Yeah. Back in those days. Yeah. And all also, the founders died at like yeah. late sixties. And we have that, you know, a soft, you know, a soft version of that regarding state supreme courts. You have to retire at, at a certain age. Not all of them, is there? In in uh, Pennsylvania, yeah. Well, it's, okay, it's that's one state. Seventy, I mean, New Jersey. There's there's mandatory retirement for, yeah, for superior court judges. But I'm just saying, like, there is basis to have that type yeah. of standard for elected offices and i think that again before i was like i don't know because you know if the people want this person to be in there forever then so be it but now it's just it's ridiculous yeah it's we we, uh, we, we gotta kind of blow it up yeah. a bit um what else do we got here not actually like you know state of the union's coming up early february that should be interesting uh, um, gross all right well there's two things here so first off the debt ceiling so Go we're off, sitting man. there we're sitting there on friday and it was a relatively slow news day besides the Biden classified document scandal. And all of a sudden, this, this uh, breaking news report comes across. U.S. to enter extraordinary measures to prevent default against debt ceiling. And I said, oh, well, that's interesting because we weren't supposed to be to extraordinary measures till April. Yeah. Um, so I clicked on it. And then it's Janet Yellen saying, oh, yeah, well, we're already in the extraordinary measures. We're hitting the debt ceiling this week, and we need to basically immediately pass it through Congress. Well, Janet, that wasn't supposed to happen till October. Yeah. That we would be out of extraordinary measures, right? So what we're experiencing right now is basically they underestimated by like four months. Oh, great. Yeah. Oh, but serial incompetence is, you know, the hallmark characteristic of his administration. So well, Jenny Yellen, it's her fault for inflation, too. Yes, so, yes. Um, because she didn't take the advice that was being given. Easing those uh, rate hikes? No, 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 no. The oh, rate hikes oh, are God. separate, remember. Um, sorry. Fed is separate. Sorry, Treasury, Fed is separate, yeah. Treasury quantitative easing, pumping the balance sheet. There's a whole... There's, yeah. It's supposed to be non-coordinated. Oh, they, get the... Yeah, they literally yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous. Um, I love when that comes up because I'm like, yeah. that's the most ridiculous thing. Yeah, we don't work together. Uh, yeah, they only eat like every meal together, yeah, you know, no, really. but they don't talk about work. No, they talk um, about their family and yeah, golf. Yeah. Um, so Janet Yellen's a f- retard and she totally yeah. f- this up. And I think she actually is going to be leaving very soon from what I've heard, uh, which the person that's going to take over for her is way more liberal. So that's not good. You know, it's going to be Liz um, Warren. No, no, no. It's going to be that Raimondo, uh, um, the, the current, uh, one of the, it's a current secretary. Oh, so that way they don't have to reconfirm. Yes, because um, that's never going to, yeah. And so she f***ed up. Now we have this debt fight now when it wasn't supposed to be for more months down the line. What is the real problem here is that because this is happening now, it's going to, you know, push the envelope hard. Whereas before, when we had much more time, there was time to work things out, right? 
it wasn't as pressing of a matter. McCarthy could work behind the scenes, you know, get some stuff in line, get things ready to go, make sure he gets the votes, this and that, you know. Will the Democrats vote to increase the debt ceiling, right? The Republicans say that they want, well, the conservatives say that they want extreme spending cuts tied to a debt ceiling increase. I think that there's certainly room for spending cuts, not necessarily on uh, defense, as some people are talking about. Uh, maybe if we're talking about cutting our funding to your Ukraine, sure, uh, but that's not happening as of right now. So this is going to be a huge fight, and you know everybody that listens to this knows that I'm pretty hardline when it comes to fiscal conservatism. But the debt ceiling itself is not really something you can f- with. Like, mm-hmm. you cannot default on the debt of the United States. The economy would be destroyed. Well, the hardcore like, libertarians might disagree. Well, they would, yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but, I mean, you would see, like, I mean, it, it would be very, 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 very bad. Oh, we'd be back to the right? Stone Age, man. And everybody knows that I am, like, brinksmanship, shut yeah. it all down, f- everything. Yeah. The debt ceiling itself is not one of those things you can f- with. Shutting down the government's a whole different story. Yeah. You can shut that f- government down for as long as you want. I don't give a f- But the debt ceiling... You gotta pay your bills. Well, it's just it's just financing on yeah. the already yeah. 30-something trillion debt, yeah. right? Yeah. So And also, just the reverberations just be just devastating. We'll be back to a barter economy. No, I'm not one of those people that say just give it an unlimited hike, because there is a lot of those people. They say, oh, well, let's just get rid of the ceiling. Then it's a, it's a, you know, it's a bullshit. And that's what we show. That's, like, that's what we did under Obama. We just used to give like clean raises. Well, until sequestration. But I'm just like no. Yeah. You're talking. You're well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm talking about. There's people that say, essentially, to abolish the debt ceiling. Oh right? my! Oh yeah. That to no, just say oh, okay. no, 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 because no, the no, debt ceiling oh, is a oh. a fake number. Yeah. Right. Is. So, you know, they're they're. I mean, they make the argument that why do we keep having this brinksmanship fight? when it's going to get raised anyway. And while I kind of agree with that sentiment, there there's good reason to have a discussion over cutting spending. Now, obviously the two parties are going to disagree on what should be cut. But I think that they're going to find a middle ground of like, mm, we'll cut like 2% of discretionary spending over the next two years. And in return, they'll just raise it up to like $36 trillion or something like that. I mean, at this point, they've basically made it into Fugazi currency. Mm-hmm. You know, the other day I was looking at numbers of, like, now versus 2000. In the year 2000, I think there was something like $5 trillion in in monetary supply. Yeah. The M2 money supply. Now I think it's, like, $24 trillion. And they wonder why inflation is out of control. Yeah. Um, one thing that's also really scary, the workforce now yeah. is smaller than the workforce in the year 2000. Ugh. And we've seen population growth by a yeah. massive number. So the economy's pretty bad shape. Uh, U.S. banks are preparing for recession. Goldman Sachs reported its worst quarter in a decade today since the financial crisis, essentially, the end of the financial crisis. Um, so nearly everybody that's smart is preparing for the ship to be taking on water. Joe Biden says that's fake news. He didn't say it specifically as fake news, but he's saying the economy's great. But people can't afford their rent. They can't buy a carton of eggs. They are running up credit card debt at extraordinary rates. 
Credit card delinquencies are skyrocketing. The number of people living paycheck to paycheck is almost 80%. The um, the percentage of savings, the savings rate in this country... Which was already bad since 2005. But it had gone up during the pandemic yeah. because everybody was getting that pandemic cash, right? Yeah. And weren't going into the office and not really yeah. spending a lot... It had gone up to like 13, 14, 15%, which, oh, was, like, wow. which was like a very, very yeah. big high. Yeah. Like multiple decades high. Now, it's, it's down to 2.1%. So, guess what the indicator was before the recession in 2008? Mm. It was 2.3%. 2.3%. So, it's okay. lower than it's it was lower. then. Great. Um, you have foreclosures starting to go up. You have new mortgage applications cratering. The interest rates keep going up, and the Fed's going to have to keep hiking the interest rates. You interest you mentioned that before. They're not going to be able to back off. And in fact, last month they did fifty points. I think that next month they're going to have to go back up to seventy five, yeah. which is going to shock the market because the market thinks it's only twenty five right now. Uh, they have not sufficiently shocked the economic system to get us out of this spiral. Which is the part of the problem. If they had just started earlier, like we told them to, you know, this could have been avoided. But so we'll keep reporting on the economy, but I could tell you none of it is good. As it's, you know, because you're living in the economy. Yeah. So um what else do we got here? So big story, saved her for last because I wanted to talk about it a little bit here. So uh town hall investigative reporter Mia Cathell, she has been investigating this ring of pedophiles and it is in a suburban Georgia neighborhood outside of Atlanta. She has a bombshell uh, investigative report. Part one dropped today. Part two drops tomorrow on Wednesday. Part three on Thursday and part four on Friday. You can check those out at townhall.com. Basically, she investigated this suburban LGBTQ pedophile ring where this uh, activist couple, you know, the love is love people, accused of sodomizing their young adopted sons, now ages 9 and 11, but were younger at the time, and distributing homemade child pornography of the sexual abuse. Ugh. Allegedly. Allegedly. They've been charged. Yeah. They claim they're not guilty, but allegedly. However, it, the, the evidence is overwhelming. So, the shocking story here made national news, right? But nobody followed up on it. Nobody seemed interested enough to follow up on it. So, we did. Uh, Mia has been on this for quite a bit, and it's far, far worse than what was first reported about these uh, horrific, terrible, evil people. Um... And, you know, we've talked about this quite a bit here on Triggered about how it's a, uh, you know, horrific sexualization of our children through the left and the woke ideology and the trans and all that. You know, this just plays into it. And, um, you know, we've talked about it before how there's, there's some people that think that, like, being a pedophile is something that should be rolled into that whole, you know, alphabet LGBTQ. I think you've written about it a few times in the yeah, past. Yeah, here and there, here and there. You know, yeah. but like, this is it, it, honestly, it's it's very shocking stuff. I yeah. will tell you, it is not for the faint of heart. No, but, it's not. Uh, they're basically yeah, it's 
Yeah. I mean, literally, this guy sent the message to someone he was corresponding with. Quote, I'm going to F my son tonight. Yeah. Stand feel by. feel nasty just saying. Yeah, stand by. And so there was, I mean, there was films created. It, it is just disgusting. It's bad. It's bad. And so we have part two, three, and four coming out later this week. Part one is out already. I'm sure by the time you're listening to this, part two will be out in the morning. Um, but, yeah, it is just shocking. And, you know, uh, I think it plays into the overall way of the world with the sexualization of the kids and just the total decay and crumbling of society. So you can go check out that story if you want. It honestly is is very graphic, so uh, viewer discretion advised. But it's very, very good so. reporting, and we have more to come on that. So, um, Oh, shout-out to uh, Don Jr. for stealing our podcast name. <laughs> um, that's uh, appreciated. And uh, what else? Did we have another listener email? Oh, just sinks on the classified documents. Um, and uh, he was talking about how he was in the military. It doesn't matter if it's one document or if it's hundreds. You know, if it's it's confidential, top secret, breach of security, punishable under federal law. Going back to the thing we talked about, if a normal person did this. You'd be in jail? Yeah. So, um, okay. So, on that note, if you want to support our reporting and the types of things that me is doing uncovering these terrible people investigative reporting telling the truth about things out there the rhinos fighting back against the left if you want to support us directly you can do so by going to townhallvip.com use the promo code 2023 the new year promo still on 50 percent. i'm keeping it open just for triggered listeners 50 percent. 2023 is the promo code you, I promise you, you will love it. Money back guarantee. Triggered listeners are the only ones that get money back guarantees. So you'll be funding us. You'll be funding Mia, Matt, Katie, Spencer. You'll get access to all of their VIP content. Uh, Kurt's VIP members only stuff. Larry, I mean, the list goes on and on. So townhallvip.com. Use the promo code 2023 for 50% off. Your support is more vital than ever. Thank you to all of you who are VIP members. We love all of you means the world to us and of course we appreciate any five-star ratings and reviews those go a long way to helping us fight back against big tech and now apparently we need to fight for our rankings in the search algorithm since don jr decided to steal our podcast name. <laughs> so um if you'd like to reach out email us triggered at townhall.com and we will be back here on thursday for another episode of trigger see you then oh, no.